This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. The Met Police have confirmed the first official sighting of the escaped terror suspect Daniel Khalif. It happened on Wednesday morning just after his breakout from Wandsworth Prison. The witness saw him escape from a lorry at Wandsworth Roundabout. The police are now offering a £20,000 reward for information that leads to his arrest. Dominic Murphy is the Met's counter-terrorism commander. Well, I still believe Daniel um, presents a low risk to the public and I've seen nothing that dissuades me from that view. However, please don't approach him. Uh, Just call 999 with your sighting. Uh, We will respond accordingly. As I say, we've had over 100 calls already and that's led to a significant sighting today. He is believed to have escaped by strapping himself to the bottom of a delivery lorry after leaving the prison kitchen in a cook's uniform. Well, Khalif's disappearance has prompted questions over staffing levels at the Victorian jail and whether he should have been in a higher security prison. Mark Fairhurst is the national chair of the Prison Officers Association. He's told Times Radio prisons are in crisis. And this is all down to government cuts since the Tories came to power in 2010. They've cut the budget by over £900 million. We have lost experienced staff to the tune of over 100,000 years of experience, have left the service, they continue to leave in droves, and I'm more concerned about staffing levels on the site of Wandsworth and the adequate training of staff if that actually happens. Rishi Sunak says he won't rush a free trade deal with India. The Prime Minister's arrived in New Delhi for the G20 summit and says lots of progress has been made, but we're not there yet. The Sunday Times Deputy Political Editor Harry York is travelling with the Prime Minister. There are some very sensitive issues that still, still need to be thrashed out between the two sides. The Indian government is very clear that if the UK wants to benefit from large reductions in tariffs on goods like whiskey and cars, it needs to show some uh, it needs to show some wriggle room on issues such as business visas for, for Indian workers coming to the UK. And they also want a what's known as a social security agreement. Joe Johnson is a former Conservative MP and minister who sits in the House of Lords. He's long advocated a closer relationship between the UK and India and explains just how significant this summit is. The culmination of 15 or 20 years of pretty rapid growth and a sense that India is one of the world's great powers of the 21st century. In a much more multipolar world, countries are looking to India to sort of balance uh, China and also as a great future economic partner. So Rishi Sunak is there with hopes of a trade deal and with hopes also of building building the UK-India relationship. The King and Queen have marked the first anniversary of Queen Elizabeth II's death attending a church service at Balmoral. Charles and Camilla went on a walkabout afterwards, chatting to the crowds. Earlier, the King released a statement saying he recalled with great affection her long life, devoted service and all she meant to so many of us. Cardinal Vincent Nichols, the Archbishop of Westminster, has told Times Radio Queen Elizabeth's death brought a deep-seated religious instinct out of people and he reflected on the huge queues for the lying in states. You know, to begin with, that just like, looked like a, a long queue that had to be endured. But for those who were in it, and I joined it myself just for a bit, it became much more of a pilgrimage, frankly, 
a journey in which people talk to each other about their loved ones who had died, especially during the years of the pandemic, in which they exchange their sadness and their hope. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day on Times Radio. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.